At American University, we don't just hope for change, we create it. We don't just dream of a better world, we make it a reality. With a graduate degree from AU, you'll access expert faculty and connections throughout DC to develop skills and experience to turn your passion into purpose. And that purpose can make all the difference in your career. Discover the difference a degree makes at American.edu slash grad school. Yeah.
Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Off Limits Show. Thanks for joining me tonight. This is your host, Donovan, as usual, coming at you from Dallas. Uh, tonight, I've got two guest hosts with me. I've got um, Jason and uh, Christopher. Christian. Christian. Sorry. <laughs> Christian. Sorry. Hi, Christian. Hello, everyone. Yeah. Hi. They are both also from Dallas, which is awesome. Well, not necessarily from Dallas, but they live here as well as I do. And so it's awesome to have two fellow gay guys here in the city. And I uh, thought they'd bring them onto the show tonight and talk about what's going on um, with uh, the topics we're going to discuss tonight. So first, let me introduce uh, Jason. Jason, you are how old are you? 30 years old, right? I'm 32. I'm an old man. We were just talking about this right before we went on the air. And You're just, an old man. Are you kidding? Yes, I'm like 10 years away from applying for AARP. How old do you think I am? <laughs> well, I don't know. You, I no. don't know. You look younger than I, I know, know. I know, but I'm not. No, I always look a lot younger than my actual age. But no, actually, uh, the one thing I liked about you guys is because you're both from different generations, and so am I. Uh, X, mm-hmm. I'm Generation X, you're Generation Y, and he's Generation Z or Millennials, whatever. Mm-hmm. That's what we were talking about. We would, yeah, he's so old because I'm practically an infant. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. So we've got X, Y, and Z all here. So it's pretty cool. So, um, but yeah, I, I wanted to see what you guys had to say about some of the things we're talking about tonight and one of the main things before i actually move on let me let you guys introduce yourselves jason you go first uh what's up everyone (laughs) uh my name is jason i um am originally from memphis tennessee which is also known as hoodville usa Um, (laughs) uh, i've lived there my whole entire life well except for going to school going to college um i've been living in dallas for about four years now and um, I love it. I'm still trying to get used to the heat, but you know that's a Texas thing. So it you know, is. It's, it's just something I just had to deal with. But I'm very glad to be here, and I'm you know so happy to be here, and you know put my two cents in on everything, and you know just kind of go with the flow and see what happens. It, by the way, it won't always be this late. I just wanted to. This is how I usually do my show, but uh, we'll do them earlier later in the in the year. Uh, you go ahead, Christian. Hey guys, my name is Christian Craven. I am the admin for a gay lifestyle blog that's based out of Dallas, Texas called ChristianAlexanderFashion.com. We talk about everything that has to do with fashion um, and gay lifestyle things that are going on in the city that include like hotels and food and fashion shows, musicals, you know, all those sparkly things. Um, I grew up in a really small town. Um, in Oklahoma, nobody's ever heard of called Choctaw, Oklahoma. Shout oh, I know to, Choctaw. I've heard of it. Of course. Okay, stop. Y'all are talking about Choctaw Durant Casino, and they're not. The same. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I didn't grow up in a in the at the craps table. Unfortunately, that would have been much more fun. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's that's pretty much it. Like they said earlier, I'm 22 years old, but you know, I got a degree in a 401k, so try me. there's that uh, millennial attitude for you right anyway (laughs) um well i'm just glad i'm glad to have both of you here thank you for joining me on the show um i wanted to talk about several things on the show tonight and i wanted to get your perspectives on it and we'll discuss discuss mine as well of course but i wanted to know first of all since gay marriage was just legalized nationally which is fucking awesome um what are your guys thoughts about that first and we'll go into the actual monogamy question I think it's obviously amazing. Uh, to be completely honest with you, it's not something I knew that was going to happen um, so quickly. I was definitely expecting another five uh, five years, like in the grand scheme of things. Mm-hmm. Um, so obviously thrilled about that. Um, I don't know if you guys 
were a part of it at all. But I was uh, in the March that day. We went down Cedar Springs, which is a gay area in Dallas. And we marched and hooted and hollered. And it was one of the most amazing moments of my life. So I'm so, so, so thrilled that now I get to have this opportunity uh, moving forward. Yeah. And does it change your perspective on what's possible for you guys now that you can get married? Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, it's something I always knew that was coming just because we were really getting to that point where every single time we went to to vote um, at the Supreme Court, it was getting closer and closer. So, you know, um, uh, it changes my perspective in different ways as I kind of didn't imagine myself getting married in the next 10 years and who knows you know never say never <laughs> never say never trust me never say never exactly and it was it was like the same thing for me actually i didn't even know that any of this happened until like because i was out running errands when like the new you know the news that broke that uh-huh. gay marriage was legal and like all of a sudden out the blue i started getting like all these text messages like oh my god you got to go on facebook and gay marriage is legal and yada 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 and it was so it was very sudden. Yeah. But I mean, I am very happy that it happened because, you know, there have been, you know, this has been a long time coming. You know what I mean? Absolutely. So um, I was very excited. Um, it was kind of like all of a sudden and, you know, kind of like, oh, I didn't know this was going to happen like today at 1025. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but <laughs> no, I'm, I'm very happy. And I, I was just telling one of my friends, I was just like, I know if I ever go, if I go down to Cedar Springs tonight, people are going to be like extra turned up. Yes. Because, like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and I had gone down there and people were just like, it was like turned up. Yeah, like, I was like, oh my god! It was, was a like, celebration. It w- it really was. It really, really was. I was like, oh my god! But it, it was a blast. I have fun. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah, and I think it's wonderful. I mean, I I am married. Actually, I'm married, and uh, I've been married since 2009. And we got married in uh, in Connecticut because we couldn't get married here in Texas, mm-hmm. obviously. But now that instantly made our our marriage legal throughout the country. Right. And so it's fucking awesome. It's amazing. It's terrific. It's great. We're happy. Whatever. But there's still a lot left that has to be done. I mean. Course. that's obviously a huge True. milestone but we still have to get equal rights and employment and mm-hmm. housing and blah 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 so but before i get into that do you think that um so the question i was posing tonight for the night show the main question was about monogamy and the reason i brought mm-hmm. it up was because i was reading an article that said that gays are not monogamous or generally right. aren't monogamous which may be true let's talk about that and and that gays um generally have open relationships the majority mm-hmm. i think it said 80 yeah. percent uh, so do you think, first of all, the question is, first of all, is monogamy something that is realistic or not? And, and you guys are not married, right? You're both single or dating. Freshly single out of a four-year relationship. So. Okay. Wow. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I'm single as well. <laughs> okay. So you're both single. So from your perspective, you know, tell me what you guys think about monogamy, uh, and, and as being a gay man, uh, today, is it I mean, possible? Well, is it real? Is it, you know, what's the deal? Well, I think, yeah, I think monogamy is definitely is something that can happen in the gay community. I don't know why people have this perception that gay men cannot be monogamous and, mm-hmm. you know, stay true to their partner and, you know, that type of thing. And I think I think that kind of what kind of started that is that I remember a while back. I don't I don't know if how recent this was, but I remember Wendy Williams saying something about there was a story that broke with um <laughs> Some celebrity, I forgot who it was. You're if right. anyone knows who it is, feel free to pitch in. But um, 
he had like an app on Grinder, mm-hmm. and she had made a comment saying like gay guys, oh, dirty and nasty, like dirty and nasty mm-hmm. and whores and that type mm-hmm. of thing. And I'm and I'm a Wendy Williams fan, but when she said that, I was like, bitch, please, you have got to be kidding me. <laughs> but I but the, I mean, yeah, people can be monogamous. I know you know in the gay community, I know it has this you know this thing to where like you know this thing where you know men and women tend to sleep around a lot and mm-hmm. you know that type of thing because that's just that type of stigma that you. Know, the gay community but no it can people can definitely be monogamous i mean i was monogamous with my ex well now ex-boyfriend but (laughs) you know that i mean we were not we dated for like you know two years and that's good we were definitely monogamous and you know that type of thing so i mean it can definitely happen i don't know how how this even started when people coming up with well it's because of the whole i mean most people who are against gay people or hate gay people or whatever or christian you know evangelical christians whatever always um act as if gay men are these hypersexual people who can't control themselves and all they ever do is go to bathhouses and you know and have sex and hook up and whatever and of course that does happen just like it happens in the heterosexual community it's not like it's just us it's everybody does those things but it's a small segment of society most people are generally most people are monogamous i think Mm -hmm. you know what do you think um I feel like, just like you are saying, there is this perception, this stereotype um, in our culture, but I also feel like we help kind of, like, fuel that fire. You know, it's kind of funny, if you look at society over the course of the last, like, four to five years, five years ago, it was so taboo to, like, online date or to be on, like, any type Mm -hmm. of, like, grinder or scruff or any of those um so taboo it wasn't really something you talked about with everybody and now it's one of those things you know just like he said it, you can turn on the Wendy Williams show and everybody knows what it is and it's more socially acceptable to online date or yada 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 however everybody wants to turn their nose to it i have a lot of friends that are in um long-term relationships that are not monogamous Mm -hmm. and as you know uh looking as the outsider in i personally don't understand how you could do that because i'm very jealous Mm -hmm. like i will go waiting to exhale on you you'll cut cut a bitch like like, i i mean i don't know how they do it but Mm -hmm. you know everybody says i always say that everybody sets their own rules to their own relationship Mm -hmm. and exactly I agree. Um, however, I do- see. I think it, I don't mean to cut you off, but it's like I think of it this way: a, a person will do what you a person will do what you allow them to do. Exactly. So yeah, that's just my. Take. But I also think you draw the line. I feel like a lot of times, and I don't even know how the how that conversation gets started in relationships, but the way that I personally see it, and I could be completely wrong because I've never been in this situation, but if I'm with my partner or my boyfriend or blah, 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 whatever, and I find out they cheat on me and then they say, well, you know, maybe we have an open relationship and then it won't be that bad. And because you're comfortable or maybe it's a financially stable situation Mm -hmm. or whatever it may be, you say, okay, but really in your heart of hearts, you're not okay with that. And eventually it's going to lead to bigger issues right um if if one of the parties isn't 100 percent comfortable with that right well i i being the, the only married one i i'll tell you that that first of all you had said you'd been together uh you said you know jason you've been together for two years with your last guy right mm, christian right. christian how about you how long were you together four years okay so i want to say something just as somebody who's been with someone for almost 10 years now yeah. um that it 
that two years is, is one thing, four right. years is another, and 10 years is another. And so right. what I'm trying to say is, is I'm not trying to belittle your relationships because I've had two year relationships. Right. Three years, okay. What I'm trying to say is that two years, you're still in the honeymoon phase. You're like, oh, mm-hmm. I love you. Let's have sex. Let's fuck. Let's fuck. You know, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then, so it's easier those first two, three years. Mm-hmm. As things move on, it doesn't mean you're going to cheat on them or anything. I'm just saying right. that the dynamics of your relationship aren't just about the hot, hot sex passion and those sorts of things. It changes. And so that's why I think a lot of gay people or who have couples who do that, who are not monogamous, I think that's why they get end up doing it. It's not just gays. It's it's also heterosexuals too. Um, and they choose to do that. And I, I personally am not, um, I'm personally am am not into sharing my husband with anybody, but I am very monogamous, but, um, but I don't have any judgment on people who do. Right. Surely not. I think if, if that's, if it works for the two of you, if you lay out the rules, if you say, this is what we want, we want to have an open relationship. This is what we can, can't do whatever. If it works for you, fine. I mean, I'm not to judge someone else's relationship, but that's for them to decide. Right. Yeah. I had a situation years ago where I was dating a guy and we were, you know, we had been dating for a few months and um, everything. I, well, I thought everything was going good. And um, he was saying something about he wanted to have an open relationship. And I was just like, uh, <laughs> I don't really want to do that because I because like I'm the like the jealous type like i do not right. if i'm dating someone i'm like i do not want another man talking to him exactly I, wanna, I don't want I, like i do not want to share my man that's just that type of person i knew i knew before my husband and i got married we went to this place is in dallas it's an oak cliff it was called barbara's barbara's pavilion or something like that it was it's an oak cliff it was a gay lesbian bar it's not there anymore but anyway um and it was like in like 2000 or something 2000 what year is it 2007 or 8 but anyway we were there and with some of the friends whatever my husband and i walk in there with friends we're standing there drinking our drinks and this guy comes up to my husband he's like hi you're cute and blah 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 i'm like and i go bitch <laughs> i said he's with me and i said really loudly i got like all like fucking possessive i didn't even know i was like that okay and i'm the I, same way and i did he probably still didn't care but... the guy didn't know he, he, See, i had to literally he... push him off of him i, mean, I was like fuck right. you asshole so um <laughs> and for me i would never do that because i respect other people's relationships mm-hmm. but this guy was a fucking asshole but yeah, yeah. so I, i'm the same way i'm a jealous asshole too so whatever yeah. it's okay i just think it, it it's interesting that in that statistic it said out of you know x and xyz relation uh gay long-term relationships um you know there is non-monogamous relationships and out of the three of us we all right monogamy (laughs) is our thing (laughs) so i mean i don't i mean i don't know i can honestly say 100 percent to the bible i've never cheated on a guy good yeah and that's that's good i think that it's it's uh rare but but... it's good you wish you could say the same (laughs) yeah well let, let me let me let me clarify it's not like I was dating someone. But and you, I don't to, you don't have to. You don't have to. The truth is, look, it's not any. I don't think it's uh, something that you have to to clarify, justify. Well, no. no. The only the only thing about my situation is that it was towards the end where pretty much it was like falling Over. apart anyway. Yeah. And, but it, we hadn't made official, so I was like, well, fuck it. I might just go ahead and do my thing. Well, that's I'm what like, I was. Gonna, <laughs> <laughs> that's what I was going to say next. Is look, if you were in a relation, this is I was going to ask you, when is it okay to cheat? Because if you're in a relationship for a long time and let's say the sex is gone 
you don't have sex anymore, but your best friends or whatever. I don't know whatever happens, whatever happens. And you have sex all the time. I mean, you never have sex anymore, but you're friends and you have a relationship, you have finances together, whatever, but you never have sex anymore. Is it okay to cheat at that point if the guy is okay with it? But it's not really cheating, I guess, then. But. Yeah, because you, you trust me, you'll know, you'll know when you have a feeling that he's brushing you off or he doesn't want everything mm-hmm. with you. Because that's how my situation was. It was like, Same. every time I would call, he was always busy, no matter, like, literally, no matter what fucking time it was. That's right. Like, I'm busy. Three o'clock in the morning, I'll call you up. I'm busy. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what? Are you busy? Fuck. <laughs> I'm just like, I don't understand. Like, I'm like, okay, whatever. And then text, you know, the text wouldn't, you know, I would text him, never text back. He mm. wouldn't stop by my house anymore. So, I mean, after a few days, I mean, it doesn't take me long where I'm just like, okay, okay, we either need to talk and have a conversation or I've come to the conclusion that you're just not into me anymore, well, which is fine. But yeah. if you are, just tell me so I can move on. So I'm like a complete dumbass sitting by the and, phone. And that's the thing. Away. That's the thing that I always tell people being as wise and knowledgeable as I am, the great, <laughs> the great Oz I am, whatever. But, um, I always tell people that if you have to chase a guy, he's not into you. Because right. exactly. a guy, if a guy wants to be with you, he will be with you. Yeah, I always try to remind my friends, like, you are the first first place prize you were the gold piece like right exactly you to chase anybody but That's you right. will be surprised on how many people would chase after another person just to say they have someone oh for sure I mean, it's, it's like p- pathetic to see it all that's around. insecurity it's, and mm-hmm. self-esteem issues and i'm not sure. saying that all of us hadn't gone through those types of things i mean when i was when i was uh, not your age but when i was like a, like my early 20s or whatever i guess like christian's age i don't hold you are exactly christian but um i was my early 20s i was i was i was a fucking mess okay i was like chasing guys and I was like, call me late, you know, bullshit, you know. <laughs> I was a fucking embarrassment to society, okay? But, I'm the same way, though. I, but I, I got I, over that. I think in your early 20s, tw- I'm sorry, I don't mean to cut you off, but it's like when you're in your early 20s, it's uh-huh. almost... It's almost like it's kind of it's kind of the you know, to, to be expected, yeah. Because you're trying to find yourself, you're trying to find yourself in life. You're trying Absolutely, to find out you really are and that type of thing. Not saying that you know. You, I, mean, I don't know what I'm trying to no, say. No, I know what you're like, saying. It, it is true that, that, that a lot of 20-year-olds are like that, but mm-hmm. I, I think I was just pathetic. I mean, I, I just really was pathetic. <laughs> was your preferred communication phone call or pager? <laughs> you know, I was actually on the very tail end of the whole pager thing, so I'm not oh, as old okay. as that. I'm 40. I just oh, turned 40, okay. by the way, a month ago. So <laughs> I just I just left the the youth the youth uh, category and went to the old man category. Oh, I got it. So now you're using Nexium, is what you're saying? <laughs> <laughs> not quite yet, no. And I don't need Viagra, by the way. Okay. Anyway, so oh. <laughs> <laughs> wow. let's let's talk about um the, so the thing about the whole game marriage thing is is that um yeah okay we have the rights there whatever but what about the whole do you remember the whole story about the bakery that wouldn't bake the cake oh yeah and what yeah let yeah okay and so i had a whole conversation with some libertarian republican right-wing person the other day about this and I, I, I this is what i feel and you can tell me what you think i i personally feel like i don't think it's right to make someone make a cake for someone they don't agree with and the reason i say that is because i wouldn't want to make a cake for some nazi coming into my store or whatever either mm-hmm. how and so i think on one hand it's okay to say you have the right to refuse service but on the other hand if you, it's a slippery slope because it's the same as not allowing blacks or or whomever else right. to patronize your establishment so right. where do you draw the line listen i'm not saying I'm going to make a cake for anybody. But what I'm saying 
is all money works the same to me. <laughs> so I don't exactly. know about you guys. And I, Make the fucking cake go away. I mean, that's my opinion. <laughs> exactly. That, I'm, you know, and I, I think the same I'm way. Not I'm not like, hey, everything for money. I'm just saying. No, I got exactly. You. But I'm like, if you're gonna make a profit off of it, I'm like, what's the matter, boo boo? Like, just give them a little now. bit of an increase. Just give them a little exactly. bit of an increase price. <laughs> so, <laughs> you're all right. <laughs> I'm going to have to bake away my morals, so it's going to cost you another 50 bucks. Uh, exactly. But I'll make your cake. <laughs> no, I totally understand what you're saying. And, you know, exactly like you're saying, everybody has the right to refuse service. But that is one of those things that's literally so fucking stupid that you are just wasting people's time, money, stupid. and your own energy. It is stupid. So but true. the other thing about it is, is that the thing that you have to remember about that particular case is that it's in Oregon. And Oregon has a clause mm-hmm. in their law. That says that you cannot refuse service to anyone based on race, oh, okay. religion, or sexual orientation. Oh wow! I so in that. that particular case, I think that they're justified. The, the law is justified in saying you have to bake the cake or you're right. fined. <clears throat> However, they're being right. fined like one hundred fifty thousand dollars. Is that right? Oh, for a fucking I cake. Hope so. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, is it really worth to go through all of that? Just exactly. bake the damn cake? I mean, it's crazy the kind of money the government's going to make off this gay marriage thing. Oh, are you crazy? I mean, God, I know. It's fucking, Stop. yeah. <laughs> well, anyway, I don't know. I just thought it was a horrible thing. But that's very, that's really similar to the, the other article that was, that came out this week where they were talking about, um, the store owner who refused mm-hmm. to like, they wrote a sign that said like, no fags allowed. No gays allowed. Yes. No gays allowed. And then whenever, um, was it U-Haul? U-Haul dropped them the uh, dropped the mic on them and basically said, like, you know, got to take our logo off. We're not messing with you anymore. And they changed your sign. Yes, exactly. And that's the thing I have to always remind people. Look, I, I believe that you have the right to say whatever the fuck you mm-hmm. want. You have the right to free speech, but you have to be willing to suffer <laughs> the consequences of your actions. Absolutely. So mm-hmm. if, if you, if you want to say, I hate fags, I hate black people, I hate Jews, I hate whatever, Mexicans, like what, what's this fucking <laughs> said? What's this fucking name? Trump said, you know. Donald yeah. motherfucking Yes, Trump. these fucking idiots. They can say whatever the fuck they want. More power to you. You're an American. Say what you want. But what happened to Trump? He lost his fucking shows. What right. happened to these people? They, the, the U-Haul thing. I mean, it's, that's what happened. So... Because unfortunately, we work in we live in a world that revolves around corporations, and corporations make it's money, so true. and they make money off of minorities and different types of people. And we live in a swirly world. And <laughs> I'm swirly, by the way. I'm half black I'm and half white. Too, so, half hey. black, half white, right here. So <laughs> I am one hundred percent black on this. To a time in, in life <laughs> where everybody's fucking swirly. So. Well, that's what they say. Actually, did you see like there was an article? I don't know. It was like a year ago. I read that said like twenty eighty five everyone's gonna look like beige like me you know <laughs> you know what i mean they're gonna be like uh, everybody's being mixed up it's not gonna be like not literally everybody but the majority of the but, population right so yeah. we're gonna need a, more other boxes exactly <laughs> right. yeah but that's the other thing i mean does it even fucking matter i mean why does why does any of this shit matter because the right. truth is we're all fucking human so right um, and i feel like this is really the last time in history that we're 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 having infants, toddlers, babies that are that start life with technology on iPads, mm-hmm. and then our oldest generation literally didn't have that until they were elders, right? 
this is right. going to be the last time ever in history that we have such a such a difference in age gap and in culture. So it'll be really interesting to see, um, just speaking on that, how we continue to evolve. I agree. And mm-hmm. I think that, but, you know, I don't think, unfortunately, unfortunately, that racism is going to ever go away. I think no. that it's, it's... No, this is America. <laughs> right. And I think it's more I mean... of like a cultural thing. Like, I think it's not necessarily like... I know this sounds bad, but not necessarily like I hate you because you're black, but it's more so like I hate you because you're hood rat culture. I did this. I did this entire article. I I did this entire article called um, The Truth About Race. I wrote it for a magazine Mm -hmm. about two years ago, and you can go there at themagazine.com, by the way. Um, But anyway, (laughs) it's there, and it's, it's a really good article. You should read it sometime because it talks about exactly what you just said. And the fact is that um, I said in there that a lot of times people are not really upset about someone's race. They're upset about the culture that they come from. Right. Mm-hmm. And, or they don't understand the culture that they come from. And they don't, therefore, if they fear it. Right. Uh, so I completely agree with that statement. You're absolutely right. Mm-hmm. Um, now, I wanted you to talk about quickly pop culture and stuff like that because yes. I know that um, both of you are big on those things. Um, and I, I am too. So why don't you talk about Mark Jacobs real quick, uh, Jason? Yes, you want to God. Say something? About it. <laughs> I'm so waiting for this topic. Okay. So. Which I was happy by, with, by the way. I like that picture. But okay. Right. So I was on. Oh. Facebook. What was that? Nothing going. <laughs> <laughs> Just laughing at him. No. So I was. So I was on Facebook. Um. Last week, I think it was last. Yeah, last week, and I was. It's. I was on um, a particular blogger's website and. He was talking about it, and I was. It was just like, oh, Mark Jacobs, you know, took this photo, you know, and put it up on Instagram, and yada yada yada. So, me being the perverted person that I am, I clicked on it. <laughs> so I was just like, okay, well, let me see what this picture is, and I looked at it, and it was pretty much like an aspect at first. It was like a side ass shot yes, until, and, and it was like, a, and it was like a tip of his dick. It sure was. It sure and was. And I was just like, and I was, and me, I was just like. God damn! I wish I can see like the full frontal. <laughs> I know. And I was just like, and and you know, it was just like, and then he released this thing saying that it was an accident. He meant to send it like as a private message to like an Instagram Somebody he was hooking up to, or, yeah. and that type of thing. Mm-hmm. But hey, I wasn't mad at him, and I enjoyed. He it. doesn't send me those kind of direct messages. <laughs> That's exactly. And you, and you know what? And prior prior to him, this story even coming out, I really didn't follow Mark Jacobs on Twitter. Mm-hmm. But when that came out, I did just to see if he would do any shit <laughs> future. <laughs> So, <laughs> yes, because I I am kind of I am the perverted one. No, so, I think he's hot. I think he's hot. I've always thought he was hot, but you you may not think he's hot, but I think he's hot. No, I think he's hot. Oh, okay, I, I think he's hot he, he he could yeah. get it. Yeah, he, he totally could. But you, did you see the transform <laughs> the transformation he's had from like ten years ago yeah. to now? Yes. It's like amazing. I mean, yeah. damn. Um, but you I didn't know, realize he had so many tattoos. Yeah, well, well, I, I mean, I like that though. I do too. I just think it's interesting. Like, I just think it's interesting that even though we all have the same parts, like how we always want to see computer to like look at a celebrity <laughs> naked photo. Like, it's so because interesting to because me. you know why I think it is. I think it's like the one time that there's something raw about them that they're not acting or putting on right. or faking. You get to see the real person and see what they've got. <laughs> so, exactly. Yeah. 
Exactly. And his was hanging. I mean, that little that tip was pretty oh, low. Pretty it was low down pretty there. Low. <laughs> yes, it was. I was paying attention. I actually called one of my friends up. Listen, I called one of my friends up, and I said, "I want you to come look at this picture. <laughs> I need you to get online, look at this picture, and tell me." <laughs> and according to the tip, it looked like it had a little bit, uh, quite a bit of girth. Yes, it <laughs> did. It like, did. like I'm, bitch. I'm telling you, I was, I was looking it. at that picture, and I studied the fuck out that picture, <laughs> and I loved what I saw. Mark Jacobs, if you come out with some more pictures by accident, quote unquote. But <laughs> this uh, might be the way that he uh, reinvents his career. You think you he's know, dead or whatever? You think he's exactly. dead? Exactly. Oh, I know you're a fashion guy, so tell us about his career. What do you mean? Well, for all of those that may not know, um, this last, I think it was this last fall season was his last season with Louis Vuitton after like eight to ten years there. Yeah. Because yeah. the Mark the Mark Jacobs brand had kind of been tanking for a while. Uh-huh. So they're they're reinventing the whole Mark Jacobs brand. They're ditching Mark by Mark Jacobs. Like they're getting rid of that whole that whole brand. So you'll start to see that near TJ Maxx stores this fall. I sure did, yeah. <laughs> but why? And, um, I mean, I know I know it's tanking, but I, I I didn't know that it was tanking like to the like that bad. They're just restructuring. You know, it's at that point where you've got to restructure, reinvent. They want to reinvent the brand or whatever. Exactly. Otherwise, it's gonna fall. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, you know, as far as ready to wear collections go, which is his Mark by Mark Jacobs brand, it was always just kind of off the wall. It wasn't very wearable. It was more so artistic which is great from that point but I, you also want to make money did you so, like it did you ever wear any of this stuff i liked it you didn't I have like a few it. of it i mean i don't have any like major super cool fashion pieces from uh-huh. it but i have some like good bags and some good like some good t-shirts and stuff. okay well that's good he's uh, but i like him I, I like his his style and does he actually yeah. design his own stuff or does he have a team that does it for him by the way does he use um he definitely has a team that does it for him um i can't remember the guy because because he was focused on Louis Vuitton, that was his main job uh-huh. for so long. So he, you know, brought got the Mark Jacobs brand off the ground, and of course gives it to somebody. Uh, I see. He start he created the brand with another guy. I can't remember his name right now, but they're still business partners. Okay. Um. But yeah. Interesting. Well, yeah. more power to the guy. Whatever. I right. mean, you know. Well, best of luck to him. I mean. Right. Yeah. Come on, with some more pictures. <laughs> <laughs> Um, what about the, uh, oh, by the way, do you guys ever watch or have you seen the show hunting season? Mm-mm. I've heard of it and I haven't watched it. Though. Okay. Well, I I'm, I'm the old one and I watch it. So <laughs> it's about y'all's generation. <laughs> I mean, it's about some 20 something or whatever. Um, it's a really good show. It's like sex in the city for gay people. It's really good. And really? I, yeah. I, what it, network is it on? It's on V you have to, you have to buy it on vivo or rent it on vivo. Oh, you know what, okay. What's it called? Oh. Vivio, vivio or whatever the fuck it's called where you watch. It's like YouTube, you know, vivo or whatever. Vivo, vivio. It. Yeah. I know what you mean. Yeah. Okay. And I watch it on my, my, uh, Apple TV, but anyway, but it's through there. But um, yeah, I watched last season last year, and then this season just came out. It's really good. You guys should check it out. It's a really it's, good show, and it's, it's awful. Like, is it like reality and, TV? Or? No, it's a real. It's like a scripted script. series. But listen, you like penis? There's tons of frontal nudity on the show. <laughs> I'm about to get on my computer. I'm telling you, and you can watch it online, and you have to pay for it to watch it. Now that you can watch it for free, but if you watch it for free, they they blur out the parts where they cut the penis out. Yeah. So if you want to see the penis, you lots of penis, by oh, the way. Oh, so this is like HBO and Cinemax type shit where yeah. it's like they show like it's not like different than up sex- to a certain point and they just kind of 
stop. Well, only if you get the free version. <laughs> if you get the unedited version, if you get the premium version. You're gonna get. The and it's only scene. like for the whole series. It's like fifteen dollars or something. It's not if you want to buy it, or you can rent the whole thing for like nine dollars or something. Oh, okay. But yeah. anyway, it's a good show. You should check it out if you uh, want to see penis. Okay, so um, <laughs> <laughs> so we talked about that. Oh, did you see the crazy lady, the Becky Rommel chick? Uh, did you watch that video of, of her? The Christian extremist chick. Did you oh watch gosh, that? no way! What'd she say? You didn't see this woman? No, I've, uh-uh. I've I've heard of the story. Oh um, my god! I tried to watch the video, but it it was like it, they had taken it down or something like that. Or I, it, <laughs> on the particular site I went to, I want so you to. I, I've heard of it, and I heard it was just like some crazy old ass woman <laughs> going off about some shit that no one really cares about. Well. But, I wanted you to hear just a little clip of it because she's fucking nuts and um, it's pretty fucking funny. So I'm going to play just like a minute of it. Here we go. Let's hear it. Okay. Oops, hold on. Volume would be good. A really sad day Can you for hear me it? today. Mm-hmm. And it's uh-huh. a very sad day for a lot of Christ followers because today our government Why is having a breakdown? decided that everything that God created his church to be as man, as woman, Adam and Eve, five justices decided that God was wrong. She is so dramatic, I cannot. And then I'm going to skip it a little bit, wait. All these people saying they're Christians and are oh on my their God. Facebook going, yay, I'm so proud of those justices. Are you a Christian? Oh my gosh, do you read the same Bible I read? Okay, all I want to know is truth. I don't care what you think. I don't care what you think about my opinion. Because you know what? I could really care less. I don't care if you're my Facebook friend. But Christians are little Christ. Those are people that follow Christ. That means we don't. We believe that when babies are born, when they're conceived, it said, Jesus said, I knew you before you were conceived. That means that they are not to be aborted, okay? Okay. Anyway, she is going in. It goes, right? it goes crazier and crazier and crazier. She's fucking nuts. Okay. Now, but the thing about this is that these Christian extremists are everywhere, especially here in Texas, and oh they're all over the place. So I wanted to ask you two if you've ever encountered someone like this in your own family, or, <laughs> or just in public, or if you know people like this. Yeah, I mean, and what I you do people, about I have- it? I have people in my family. I mean, I have an aunt. Always, here's the thing. I always tell that she's a, that she's an undercover, undercover homophobic bitch because <laughs> she's just always talking about. It's like I was just like she's the type of woman like she just hates everyone. Like I was just like you are like an undercover undercover racist and an undercover homophobe because I'm just like she always talks about how she doesn't like gay people and mm-hmm. like. Two women moved in next door to her, and she was like, "Oh my god, there's two gay women that moved in next door." Is she afraid but, she's gonna catch it? I mean, what is she yeah, afraid of? She was like, she was like, they, she was like, well, they, they they're nice. They spoke to me, and they seemed really nice, but one looked really much. She was like, one had really strong features, like a man, and I'm like, okay, like, okay, and that that's bothering you how? And then she would talk about. You know, she lives in Chicago, so she's like, you know, she lives in this, you know, high rise building with like all different types of people of all different backgrounds. And she's just like, oh, you know, th- for some reason, all these Indians are moving in and yada, yada, yada. I'm like, what does that have to do with anything? You well, know what I mean? It's just you, like, what do you think the reason is people, 
I mean, I guess my point is this. Most racism, do you think it comes from people being um, racism and homophobia, I should say. Do you think that those things come primarily from people being religious or do you think that they're just assholes? I mean, what is it? Where is it coming from? I think for her, it's a little bit of both. Okay. (laughs) Honestly. And how about you, Christian? You know, I think there's a lot of insecurity that resorts in that kind of thing, especially Mm -hmm. when it comes to race. But again, going back to the, I don't like that type of culture or whatever it may be, you know, maybe she doesn't like to smell curry sauce in the hallway. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, but do you think these people are mentally ill or do you think that they're not mentally ill? You think it's just an opinion? I think there's some point where you have to, and I, I guess I was wired this way and maybe they're not, but where you just sit back and you, you ask yourself, how does that affect me? How does their life affect me? What is it of my concern that is going to change their life, their world, their culture at all? Right. Exactly. Zero. Mm-hmm. So if they, you know, maybe it is. If you if you can't have that that intellectual conversation with yourself, then that's the problem. Though, don't you see that that is the problem? The, but these people are not intellectuals. They're not intellectual people. And the thing is, there are intellectuals that's scary that, that are similar in, in thought. But generally, these people are just not thinkers. They don't think. Right. And they just say whatever the fuck they, they were taught, and they just reiterate it or re- rejuvenate it. With, exactly. You know, and I, she reminds I me of the God Warrior from... Um... Somebody actually... Every time I've played that, somebody says that. And somebody <laughs> actually mixed the two together on YouTube. Shut up. I'm yeah, like, kidding. You've got to watch it. <laughs> it's... What did, they, what did she say? She said, they're God. They're, what did she say? They're God. It's not Christian. What the fuck did she yeah. say? I can't remember. Is that a God warrior? Yeah, she said it's She e- tells the cameraman, if you do not believe in God, get out of this house right now. Yeah, but she said, <laughs> she called them something like evildoers or some shit. I can't remember what she called them. But anyway, yeah, this house is full of evildoers. Yeah. Her through hell on that show, though. She was a fucking nut. That's a nut right Seriously. there. Seriously. Uh, anyway, so do you have any more pop culture you want to discuss? Uh, Did you guys go? see the new Caitlyn Jenner trailers that just came out? Oh, I want to see that show, show so bad. No. When is it coming it's, out? It comes out July. I want to say twenty seventh. I could be wrong. It's a Sunday. Yeah. What did you think about that whole thing? I, I thought it was twenty sixth when she came out. Okay, first of all, when I saw her on the interview with Diane, so- Diane Sawyer, I was like. Mm-hmm damn, I hope she gets some makeup or something. Right. I was like, put something on. But I knew she wasn't being a woman. She was being, you right. know, Bruce. But anyway, right. and so then when I saw the cover, I was like, holy fucking God. Right. That was amazing. She looks yeah. really amazing. I was really happy for her. Um, to be completely honest, for the last year since this has been like a thing, I I thought it was a publicity stunt. I thought they were stirring the pot to get more views because well, the they are Kardashians. Started, <laughs> I thought the tabloids started the rumor and they decided to run with it. Mm, mm-hmm. So when that Diane Sawyer interview came out, at first I was like, I'm not watching that crap. Like I know mm-hmm. more Kardashian crap down my throat. <laughs> like I already don't believe anything they say. But one of my friends was like, no, for real, just watch it. And I watched it, and it completely changed my whole perspective on him, on um, the Kardashian, that side of the Kardashian, like, Jenner clan. So, and who'd have thought all these years that, you know, we thought Bruce was the was the normal one. I, well, he, well, yeah. Well, he is, but he just <laughs> He is, kind but of you know what I mean? Like, amidst <laughs> all the Kardashian right. craziness. 
right. that but, we, you know, but how could saw you not- in the tabloids. It was like, you know, Bruce was always like that rock that was just kind of like just there. You know? Well, how could you have not thought that it was real? Because you saw the hair, you saw the boobs. I mean, you saw these things. The nails, yeah. The na- I, I mean, guess yeah. I just didn't, I guess I honestly just didn't pay close enough attention. Do you guys remember when that tabloid came out where they photoshopped like all the makeup on him and like tied the yeah. little like, mascot around his neck? Yeah. That's when I was like, okay, this is so vague. <laughs> and see, that was the same thing with me. Like, I think when, when these pictures were coming out and these stories about him and everything, I think I was watching, but I wasn't really comprehending at the time, really? like, what was about to happen. Mm-hmm. I was just like, oh, I guess, you know, I, me, I was like, okay, maybe they're just taking, like, really bad photos of him and, mm-hmm. you know, just posting them just to try to, you know, you know, create stories. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Sensationalize it. Yeah. And I, I think that, um, well, that's the other thing though, when it's anything Kardashian related, you have to question it anyway. I mean, exactly. come on, <laughs> these are the Kardashians. Exactly. So, I mean, whatever. Uh, but by the way, I, I have to proudly say that I've literally never seen one episode of the Kardashians. Never. I don't know anything about the show. I just know about them through the media and her. Yeah. That's it. I've seen one episode and it's tragic. It's, so it's, <laughs> it's definitely, it's what you put on when you're, you know, you're vacuuming your carpet, <laughs> you're cleaning the house. Exactly. Exactly. And the only the one episode that I happened to watch, which was very recent, was and that was because there was literally nothing on TV. Like and I have direct TV and there wasn't like shit on TV. <laughs> and so I was like, okay, let me see what this talk because it was a recent episode uh-huh. and I watched like seven minutes of it and they were like out in I think Colorado, somewhere where it snows a lot. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. Yeah, and I they slid and they slid off and off the road, and then mm-hmm. Kim started crying, and she was like, "We almost died." I'm like, "She called, y'all yeah, were going like, like hey, exactly." Like, I was like, "Bitch, y'all yeah, were going like 25 miles an hour." She like, called you who? Going to die. She called. <laughs> she called who? Who did she call? Kanye. She called Kanye. Oh, Kanye. I almost died. Oh, that is died. so perfect. That's a perfect impression. <laughs> oh my god. Well, and what's funny is that whole episode leads up to it, like it's gonna be some crazy ass, like. Flipping and they, off the highway. They have fucking, <laughs> exactly. You know, they have a fucking flat or something. And they literally <laughs> just slid off the road. They spun off the road. Oh my god! I mean, hilarious. truck is upright. There's no damage to the truck. Man, right. And she was like, "We almost died." I'm like, "Well, because her whole yeah. thing was like she was." And this is stupid, and I want to get. I don't want to get into this, but she, her whole thing is because she's been doing like these um and uh. Uh, fertility treatment so she was trying to get on the private jet so she could get to her clinic so she gets her appointment <laughs> so they were speeding <laughs> but um back to the caitlin jenner thing the mm. new the new commercial looks amazing we see a, a clip of caitlin going to um uh counsel some young gay people she talks about her journey we just see a little clip of it we see her picking out dresses and then we see her with kim and kim's she, caitlin picks out a dress and she goes oh i love this one and caitlin goes oh my god mom has that one but yeah there's a still photo i'm following a particular blogger and um there's like a trailer, but it's like a, a still photo. But I'm gonna watch mm-hmm. it. It looks interesting. Yeah, um, it, she's in a closet wearing this like this. Yeah, flat I saw that photo. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. It does look good. I just think it's interesting to, to hear about how she's gonna. She's talking about she's gonna do a lot of charity work and things like that for the gay right. community or whatever. Um, okay, good. I'm happy for. Her. Okay. I'm just honestly happy that this issue is on the forefront of people's minds. So am I, and that it's something that's becoming so uh commercialized right now Mm -hmm. but not in the bad way i feel like the network and caitlin they're trying to mold this show to be 
more serious and, and inspirational thing yes. and not a reality and, trash thing. And yes. I'm exactly about that. And if you think about it, you know, and I was saying this on my show the other day that the, the kind of the next part of our GLBT movement is the transgender movement. I think that's the next yeah. part. You know, we need to really focus on them because they've helped mm-hmm. us as well. Um, and Laverne Cox, what do you think about Laverne Cox? She kind of annoys me. I like her. But I don't like her. How does she annoy you? She, I like her person. I like her like what she's done. She's, I like her as a character on Orange is the New Black. Mm-hmm. I like all, I like all that stuff. She's an actress, whatever, model, whatever. Great. But <laughs> when she talks, she annoys the fuck out of me. She talks mm-hmm. like, she's just like, I can't, I can't do impressions like you yeah, can. But nice. she, you know what I mean? She just annoys me. She talks very well. She's very, annunci- she's very enunciated and very just, yeah. I just don't know she annoys Yeah, me. I see what you're talking about now. But I, like I remember anyways. Laverne. Does anybody remember this? I remember Laverne back from when VH1 tried to be inspirational network and they did a TV show with her called Transform Me. And I remember around. that. Do you remember that? No. And yes. It was Laverne and it was another transgendered girl and they were super glamorous and they went and they did makeovers on women that were not so glamorous yeah. to make them feel like beautiful. And the whole concept was, you know, if we're both, we're born biological men, you know, and we now are beautiful, glamorous women. So, so can you. And I, I like That's how that. I remember Laverne. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Do you know there's just some people like the like as Wendy Williams used to always say. I don't watch her show anymore because she's getting my nerves now. But um, she used to always say, you know, a friend of my head or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Laverne yeah. Cox could not be a friend of my head. There's something about her personality that I'd be like, no, I'm, I just don't like you. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. But why. it's again, it's again, it's so crazy that now we're starting to see, especially with Laverne at first. I'd say Laverne was like the first like big star right. that was really, really available for like the. Well, she blew up in mainstream Mainstream, mainstream thank you. That's what I was looking yeah, for. Right. So, I mean, she's definitely playing a huge part. In no, and I admire her. I think she's great. I like her in a lot of respects. It's just some right. things about her rub me the wrong way. I don't know. Yeah. You know, you just meet some people sometimes. You're like, mm, no, I just don't like you. And right. I know that's totally, so totally wrong. No, yeah, no, I understand. <laughs> I, I just, she just like something. If I knew her in person, she'd get on my nerves. But anyway. Um, okay, so we're going to wrap up and talk about real quick anything um, that you guys want to talk about. You want to promote your website or anything like that, Christian, or anything? Yeah. Um, like I said earlier, I have a fashion blog, fashion gay lifestyle blog called ChristianAlexanderFashion.com. I write all about um, clothing, like things to wear, like Fourth of July, you know, good, like summer chic looks that are affordable, yada, 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 those different kinds of things. So check that out um, if you're interested in fashion or food or things that are going on in the North Texas area. Um, I'm always posting something also always posting on Instagram. So feel free to ask me anything. Hit me up there. Awesome. And uh, Jason, anything you want to say before we go? Um, I guess you can follow me on Facebook. I don't okay. have a website or anything. That's but... <laughs> what's, your, what's your Facebook page? It's Jason. My last name is Joy. J-O-Y. Like Joy to the world. Joy to the world. Yes. And you know what? Here's the thing about my last name. People used to tease me so much about my last name in high school and it's I hated great it. Name. But, but now I love it. Yeah. So, yeah. so you can follow me on Facebook. It's Jason. Middle initial is L. Last name Joy. Awesome. Joy, Joy. Yay. Yeah. All right. Well, I want to thank Jason and Christian for hanging out on the yeah. show tonight. 
Um, hopefully they'll be back next week and we'll talk about whatever they want to talk about. Um, and uh, if you want to check out the Off Limits Show, go to offlimitsshow.com. You can find me on Spreaker.com, on iTunes. If you want to subscribe there. Also, of course, on um, what's the other site? Fuck, I don't remember. I'm everywhere. Just look for me. <laughs> okay, and I appreciate you guys listening. And I want to say hey to Angela in the chat room. Thanks for listening. And I'll see you guys next time. Good night. Bye, y'all. Good night. At American University, we don't just hope for change. We create it. We don't just dream of a better world. We make it a reality. With a graduate degree from AU, you'll access expert faculty and connections throughout D.C. to develop skills and experience to turn your passion into purpose. And that purpose can make all the difference in your career. Discover the difference a degree makes at American.edu slash gradschool. The Jeep Celebration event is here, which means great deals on the SUVs built to stand the test of time are waiting. Hurry in before time runs out. FCA vehicle owners financing at 4750 total cash allowance on select 2020 Grand Cherokee Laredo 4x4 models and dealer stock the longest. On oldest 20% inventory of 2020 Grand Cherokee Laredo models as of 3-3-2020 in dealer stock. Current vehicle must be registered for 30 days. Financing for well-qualified buyers through Chrysler Capital. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery by 3-31-2020. Jeep is a registered trademark.